Like twin sons on a womp rat's tail, welcome back to the Tumbling Saber Podcast, everybody. I'm Kyle. And I'm Carlos. Where's Corey? How's Corey? Where is Corey this week? <laughs> He's not Good feeling times. very well. <laughs> I have so many derogatory things to say, <laughs> but I won't. I won't say them. I'll let I'll let all the, I'll let the fans of the, of the show guess what I'm thinking about Corey not being here. <laughs> well, it's either hooray or oh, is he okay? <laughs> <laughs> Or it yeah. could be both, but it's really the order in which those questions come. Well, I mean, no, actually, there could be multiple things. One, he set his house on fire again. Two, oh boy, <laughs> he went out drinking and can't handle his liquor the next day. Or three, he's having another baby. So I think those are the like generally good things to to you know. Those are good I options. Think if you're starting there asking questions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's a good place to start asking questions. <laughs> the fact that those are like three <laughs> crazy things and all of them are a distinct possibility. It says, it says a lot. <laughs> hey, he changed the road signs in paint court. He had to, oh, he has pull. So He's got pull. Yeah. Oh Jesus. Well, <laughs> It's you know in, in this in this day and age of COVID, when you say somebody's not feeling well, most people go, "Uh oh, is it the c word?" Yeah, exactly. It's not. He's not. He's not <laughs> suffering from the COVID. It's uh, this, these are self inflicted, if you know what I mean. <laughs> yep. Uh, galoop, galoop. All right. Well, we'll see if uh, if Corey's back. I don't know. Next week. Actually, you know what? Ne- next week is uh, Canadian Thanksgiving, so who knows if we'll even be here? We'll have to sort that out. But uh, we're, we're here this week. That's what counts. That's what matters right now. And it's... Uh, <laughs> live in the moment. Live in the moment. And that moment it now. says that September is over, man. Wow. It's, it, like, now, and now we're into that like depressing descent into like the wet, damp cold of fall. And that's... that's I, usually, I, I, usually, I usually don't mind the damp. And October is usually my favorite month, uh, but uh, it's a bad start. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like tail end of some hurricane or whatever, and like four or five days straight of rain. Like, I, I, I kind of understand Kurt Cobain. You know, it's all good. This, yeah, this was a one of those cold, dreary, awful weekends. But uh, you know what? The mercury drops, but it's getting hot in Star Wars, man. <laughs> the news is starting to pick up for a change. We've got uh, Andor news, uh, Book of yeah. Boba Fett news, and I think we'll top this episode off with at least one would you rather. We'll see how it goes. Nice. Nice. But uh, we we have this, nice. uh, this uh, yeah, this, this long-standing tradition of catching up before we get into the news. So, Carlos, how has your crazy life been in the past week? <laughs> <laughs> it's been crazy, man. Uh, yeah. Thursday was a uh, was a holiday for uh, for my company, so I didn't work on Thursday. And cool. uh, jumped in. Yeah, yeah, it was nice. Uh, jumped in the studio. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know what I realized that like even five hours in the studio is more draining physically and emotionally 
than my shift at work. And it cost me more than I would have made in that day. And <laughs> <laughs> super stressful, man. But uh, yeah, everything, uh, the tracking is pretty much all done. Uh, so all everything that should have been recorded has been recorded. Uh, might pop in there just behind a microphone on a certain day just to maybe uh, re-record a line here or there or maybe add a harmony here or there. But 99.9% uh, .9 of everything has been recorded. So the album's the album is, is done being recorded. Now it's up to the mixing and we're going to shoot into mastering at the end of this month. So yeah, man, it's, uh, it's been, uh, it's been kind of hectic, but, uh, been doing so much preparation just for that last day. So my mind has been kind of super, super preoccupied with that stuff. And, um, yeah, that's, that's, that's been it, man. That's, that's been about it. Uh, just, uh, quite weak other than that. And, uh, so what you're saying <laughs> is you what what you're saying is you didn't watch Star Wars Lego Terrifying Tales. I have not watched it yet. No, no, I have not watched it. But I'm gonna wait till the kids are here. I want to wait for my kids to be here, and uh, we'll watch that on a on a dreary night. And um, yeah, can I be honest here? I just want everybody. I want I want to put this out into the to to the listeners here, uh, where my mind frame is. It was so dreary. And like gross, I actually contemplated putting up my Christmas tree early this year. But I, I, I need those twinkly white lights, man. Like I just, it just just to brighten up my life a little, <laughs> you know. But uh, yeah, hopefully the hopefully the rain stops soon. We could have a little bit of a a late uh, nice fall uh, before it all turns to uh, crapola. Yeah, five months of crap on deck for us. I, I I thought I thought about turning to uh Charlie Brown for a pick me up today. Wow, that's not gonna work. Uh <laughs> which one? The Thanksgiving episode? Uh well, is there a thing there we don't really get the Thanksgiving one here. We get Great Pumpkin. Although Apple took it away. No. Yeah, it used to be on TV, ABC, every year. And starting as of last year, it got scooped up by Apple. Apple so as, TV Plus? I think so. So as far as I know, it's it, at least last year, it did not air traditionally as it has for my, my entire life. And I'd always make a, an appointment to watch it. But uh, last year, no, Great Pumpkin and Charlie Brown Christmas did not air on ABC last year. It was, it was on Whoa. Apple only. No, there, there definitely is a Charlie Brown Thanksgiving. Uh, it's, uh, I always watch that. I always used to watch that on, on ABC back in the day. I love that one. Super depressing. Not as depressing as the Christmas one for some reason. That Christmas <laughs> one. Wow. <laughs> Open my veins. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, those, they're, they're tough, man. That, that <laughs> guy, that guy is something else. I wonder how he, how it turned out for him as he got older. Oh man. Uh, he's like, at he's the like top of all, he's Club. completely bald. <laughs> like imagine having that level of of alopecia at 10 years old like it's just it's tough it's really tough and listen we, we, everybody has to go through something and i don't want to make light of people's conditions but that's a tough one for a kid to go through 
For sure. But with all that beagle hair lying around, I think, you know, it's okay to take it away from his head. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, no, I, I didn't st- watch. I didn't watch anything <laughs> this last week. I, I oh, did not nothing, watch. Nothing at all. No. no. Terrifying Tales. I'm, I, I, I already knew I wasn't going to touch that opening week. That, that, I'm, I w- that should have been saved for closer to Halloween, in my view. So that's. Yeah. I'll watch it closer, like in a couple weeks from now. Two, three so you didn't watch now. the Lego Star, the Lego, the Lego uh, Halloween uh, Star Wars thingy either. That is, that is the terrifying tales. So you, you you have watched that? I did not. No, I did not watch it. Or you didn't watch that? You no. did not. Okay, so you didn't watch anything this week. Okay, I lied. I watched Rocket Man. That was one thing that I watched. Uh, Taron I actually Egg- tried Egerton? to watch. Is that his name, Taron Egerton? Yes. Yeah. How yeah, is yeah, it? yeah. Oh my god. So, Man, he's really good. He's he's really really good. I like the movie itself. I, I I love movies where you see people playing instruments. I just I've always been a fan. Uh, this one was, it was more musical, uh, which I, I guess it's kind of fitting for 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 the the personage of Elton John uh, to 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 get to that point. It was pretty cool, but it was there was some. A lot of uncomfortable subject matter. Um, just the, the stuff that he had to go through, and just like I don't want to, you know. I mean, we all know who Elton John is, and like what his what his story is and stuff. And, and uh, but just like seeing him as a young child, and and almost literally seeing the reasons why he became who he was. Uh, like with his parents and things of things like that. I was like, wow, man. Like, Who I'm knew? sure they played they, they they played it up for the movie uh, a little bit, like some of the, the conversations uh, uh, with his with the parents and stuff. But uh, I mean, I wasn't there, so I, I don't know. But uh, it's it seemed very Hollywood esque in a way. Uh, you know, it is where it is they a movie I want to like, check out. Three different storylines into one. Oh no! You, I mean, I think it's definitely worth the watch. Um, uh, yeah, no, de- de- definitely worth the watch. Uh, fantastic performances, uh, but a little, a uh, little. Wow, okay, a little much. <laughs> Got to consult Charlie Brown for a pep talk after. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> no, but it, but it was good. And then I tried to, uh, you know, it's 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 October, so it's Halloween month. Apparently now everything is a month. Everything has its own month now. Hey, look at me! I'm turning forty. It's my birthday month. Um, we're a child. We're, we're we're a society of children of alcoholics. Uh, anyways, but uh, yeah. So I tried to watch uh, Insidious, uh, the 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 newer one there, the one the Secret of the Key or whatever, and uh, I lasted for about uh, ooh, three minutes uh, before my attention was elsewhere. So uh, that was fun. But other than that, I haven't really, no, there wasn't much uh, watching or perusing. I tried to watch Free Guy on Friday Free night. Guy. What's that, Free Guy? Uh, Ryan Reynolds. He's a non-playable character in a video Ooh. game. And that's about all I know because I, f- I fell asleep. <laughs> I tapped out. <laughs> oh, Which is man. not a commentary on the movie. I was just exhausted. I shouldn't have started it. So I feel like I need to start all over. But uh, eh, whatever, I'll go back to it at some point. It's but, pretty much a com- commentary on how old we are. Like, oh, absolutely. I'm, I'm yeah. falling apart here. 
my knee hurts today. <laughs> my back hurts. My face is killing me. I don't know what's Wham. going on. <laughs> Just rub some dirt on it. I'll be fine. Yeah. Oh, uh, what I did do this week, the only thing Star Wars related that I did accomplish is I actually plowed through a, a handful of comics. All part of the War of Bounty Hunter crossover event. Oh, and cool. Some are good. Like, some are really good. And some are not. <laughs> are they uh, Tatooine Rhapsody bad? Or uh, just regular bad? Uh, well, there's, I, a, there's a lot of tie-in one-shot issues that just simply didn't need to get made. Mm. That's the nicest thing I could say about them. To get made. That's like the most diplomatic way of saying you just wasted my time. Pretty much. Like, okay, so yeah. what usually when I finish reading a comic, I'll bag and board it and I'll put it in my one in a short or long box and it goes away forever. A couple of these issues, I put them, I, I skip that step and put them right in the pile that I'm going to sell. Like, I don't want to see this book again. This was this is not allowed to eat up space in my long box. <laughs> it was just, there was like a, a Forlom and Zuckus issue one. And I, I was like, why am I buying this? It's got Star Wars on the cover. Ugh, whatever. Maybe, maybe it'll surprise me. It surprised me how useless it was. And maybe I missed wow. something. <laughs> maybe there's something in there that I just didn't pick up on. But I'm flipping through this and I, I'm like, I would be happy if the rest of the comic was blank pages. Like, this is stupid. Wow, that's harsh. <laughs> yeah, of course, you know, you, some people are just happy to get away into the galaxy far, far away, and no matter what, and that's cool. Uh, and there's usually something to take out of these comics, no matter how small, but I felt like I, I a couple of these issues, <laughs> I just like read and it was like, why? What was this? <laughs> but to end this section on a positive, like there were... A couple of issues that were absolute bangers. Nice. That's always good to hear. Like Kira. Who would have thought Kira would have eventually thrown down with Darth Vader? Wow. Yeah. I mean, nice. it, I, I can't say it went wonderful for her. But <laughs> she, she stood in there. And she's jacked. Did she make it out alive? Are we allowed to see this? Uh, I guess I'll have to stay, check in the next issue. But she's so far alive, and I don't sense that she's gonna. No, she's gonna survive because she's in. There's another uh, crossover event event coming later this year, and she's in it. So nice. She will emerge unscathed. And I didn't see the preview of the cover with any her with any like cybernetic limbs. So I think she gets through. And she, she she's hit the weights. She's been throwing some iron. She's really, really ripped in the comics. <laughs> I don't know what happened, but uh, is little, little Kira is not so little. She is she is ripped. She, and, but she's not like Luke. Luke on the 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 original poster for New Hope ripped. Not quite, but uh, <laughs> you know, she she's uh, she's had some creatine shakes for sure. Oh, she's hit the up. the Terrace Cassie pretty hard. <laughs> Terrace Cassie, <laughs> yeah, she's she's all over it. But yeah, a nice. couple of the issues were were really good, really really good to offset a couple of ones that were really awful. So how many did you did you zoom through? I got through like there a number? six issues this week. Damn, that, that's like the that's pretty much matching the rest of the output for the rest of the year. You're on fire. Well, that's the most I read in a week for sure. 
without question. And I actually I read also a little bit of X Men, so it's you know I spent a lot of time actually in comic books this week, which which was nice. Cool. Nice. And that that beat will continue this coming week, I think. I'll I'll get through that. I'll get through I'll get through the rest of the comics I've got, and uh, then look at this big pile of DC that is just calling out to me with some cool stuff that I got to get into. But uh, what's going on with Lego? Has anything happened at all on the on the Lego side of things? No, the, the this is usually the time of year where there's um, uh, rumors for uh, the January wave uh, that that are starting to trickle through, and uh, yeah, there's that type of stuff happening. But other than for the rest of this year, I mean, other than the uh, the AT AT uh, UCS set, which is going to be ginormous. Um, other than that, and uh, maybe uh, that that. That Brickhead's Ahsoka, which is, I don't even know if it's like confirmed anymore. Like, I have no idea what's going on with that. There's not much happening with Lego, uh, at least not Lego Star Wars. Um, there's that new Batman Tumblr from the Dark Knight trilogy that's incredible. Oh man, it's incredible. Uh, but again, space is at a premium here. So, but I do have the other two. Batmobiles. I'm like literally talking myself into it right now. Um, yeah, but uh, no, not much. There's, we might be getting a Dark Troopers battle pack, <laughs> which is uh, you know from the Mandalorian. But uh, they're gonna throw like a name. It always sucks when they throw a named character into a battle pack because the whole point of the battle packs was like to build your army type of thing, and like. You know, a couple of years ago, they had the uh, Clone Trooper and Jedi Battle Pack. So it's like you get two no-named clones, but then you get Kiari Mundi and Baris Afi. And it's like, what am I supposed to do with all these clone heads now? Like, yeah, so there's no point. There's no point in building an army with uh, with all those Jedi in there. But um, yeah, Dark Troopers, three Dark Troopers and Luke Skywalker. Hopefully they change the hair piece, make it look a little cooler. Because <laughs> his hair is different than yes. in the Mandalorian than it was from from uh, Return of the Jedi. You know, he had that he had that little uh, what was that uh, that that little gymnast uh, back in the day, Mary Lou Mary Lou Mary Lou uh, Henner Mary Lou Retton Retton uh, Renner. Yeah, I guess Mary Lou Retton that little that little banana haircut that like he had that in Return of the Jedi. It's got, yeah, it had a lot of bounce to it too. Yeah, yeah, a little too much bounce, a little, a little too much. A little too much Vidal Sassoon. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of Alberto VO5 in that afterwards. Yeah, Alberto. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, so there's that. And there's a couple of uh, cool little things. But, uh, I mean, I don't want to start. Uh, I'd rather do a, a good list and we could talk about the, those another time. Cool. When, when Corey's on the show, just to make sure keep him from talking. That's fair. Yeah. No point in doing it now. I mean. I wouldn't be interrupting him. Well, he, yeah. I mean, every time he interrupts, for every five times he interrupts one of us, we have to be able to cut him off. That's just. That was so funny. <laughs> I was thinking about that earlier. Um, um, yeah. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> I keep selling shit, man. Nice. It just How's that keep, going? It's it's going, man. And I, I, I keep looking at my shelf. And I'm like, I don't need you anymore. You're out. And and you like you just said the magic words. Space is at a premium. Mm-hmm. I'm not getting any more of it. 
<laughs> that's the thing that is the thing i wish if i could go back to and talk to the kyle of last year and the year before that and and on and on i'd be like stop just stop you're gonna take this figure from the shelf you're gonna bring it home and it's gonna go in a box and into the storage room until you think you found a place for it but you won't i'm from the future i'm telling you you won't find a place for it <laughs> It's You're literally taking place. it from the store, putting it in a bin, saving it so that you could sell it later on. At a marginal, negligible profit. <laughs> like, it's not worth it. Just leave it on the peg. I know you want it. Just leave it. It's not worth it. You're not going to do anything with it. No, it's it's the instant gratification of spending the money in the moment of... of but I mean, certain things like are must-haves. Like, you just you you want them and you want to love them. But a lot of it is is a disease. Oh, for sure. There's there's yeah. FOMO. There's just it's 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 there's the addiction part of it where yep. if I don't buy it, I won't get it. So I better take it, and then I'll deal with it later. And that's I mean that is also partly true. Like if for a lot of stuff, I almost err on okay, I'll buy it because I'm pretty sure I'll be able to sell it if I don't want it. And by and large, that's true. It just it's the level of effort. <laughs> required to get that thing out the door and like the vintage collection stuff i'm selling now i put up about what 35 36 figures they're about mm. two-thirds gone wow to about f- like four sellers so everybody buys like five to eight figures each which is great because it minimizes and actually two two people picked up so i've only had to hit the post office twice and i did that both at the same time which is the way I like it, because yes, does this, you know somebody wants to buy one or two figures, get a p- p- box those up, go to the po- post office, send it out, and repeat and repeat and repeat. That sucks. So these thirty-five figures, this is like your second big wave, right? Like you did a huge wave last year. Last year I dumped Black Series, and, and this is the I, vintage collection you said. Th- yeah, this is vintage. The stuff I was like, I'm all in, baby. Yeah, I remember that. That was so funny. <laughs> And I, I love them. Like, I really do. It's, it's not that I don't like the figures. It's just that I, I I'm not going to peg like 150 figures to my wall. And for me, the, that's the attraction of the vintage. It's that card back. It's, it's the yeah. look and feel of it. Otherwise, I would just buy a loose Power of the Force one and put it on a shelf for like five, ten bucks. Yeah, exactly. So I, 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 I don't do that. I buy the the vintage collection essentially for the pricey cardboard that it comes packed with. But yeah, it's it's I'm moving those out, so I'm down to just my favorites. So I I still have a a box of like thirty to forty figures, but these are my favorites. And for me to move those, it would, geez, <laughs> things are going bad if uh, if I ever get rid of those. But even my Black Series, like if I look at it, I go, yeah, I think I can get rid of those. Like, I'm just trying to get it down to the essentials just to make space for stuff that I know is coming a few years from now and stuff that I'm like, well, it's cool, but I don't really need it. And if I opened it, it doesn't really add much to the the display. I'd rather get the cash out of it. Yeah, yeah. You're better off with the cash. So that's what I've been doing, and I haven't sold much in the way of Black Series lately, but I am scanning my shelves and going, ah, I could, I could move that, 
or if I'm not, and if I'm not going to do it, just open it. So I, I'm at a point now where I have more opened black series than boxed. Nice. Which is even a year ago, I would have been like, that's crazy. No way. But here I Question. am. Like, there's you, you bought two Ahsokas, right? I bought a case of Ahsokas. <laughs> <laughs> well, you open one. Correct. And you have one in box. I still have I still have two in box, actually. Psycho. Yeah. Yeah. But I, that's right. one I don't mind. I like that Ahsoka is one of my favorites. I don't mind to hang on to that. Did you see the Ahsoka Hot Toys? Oh God. <laughs> yeah. It's it's ridiculous. It's crazy, man. I was like, wow. Okay. Yeah, pretty good. Yeah, actually, a guy came by today to pick up a handful of, of vintage collection stuff for me, and we st- we started talking about Hot Toys, and I was like, I, I it's one rabbit hole that I can't fall down. I can't allow myself. Like I would to to even think about it, I would have to sell all Black Series and vintage collection that I own just to have cash for like three, four figures. Wow. So that is a no. <laughs> Yeah, but I I think if if the if you know you you sat down and spoke with a psychologist maybe a psychiatrist I don't know there might be medication needed like you can get to the point where you don't need the gratification of buying a lot of figures and you could like satisfy yourself with getting like one piece a year or two pieces a year but that's gonna take a lot of work and it's gonna cost you a lot of money in like therapy so maybe you're just better off buying them and then selling them and you know getting a piece here and there that you like. But as, you know, as things go out the door though, I, like I'm not feeling like, it's not like, Oh God, like I'm not, it's not like I'm giving away my dog. No, for sure. For there's, sure. there's very little of the, I don't want to do this, but I got to. That's Corey. That's what Corey, that's how he feels. He is so deeply screwed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> when he tries to sell, he ha- like, I don't think he's aware fully aware of, of how much stuff he has and just what an absolute pain it's going to be for him to either display it all or move it because the like it's funny because the last year when i was selling black series it was a seller's market yeah fast forward to now the yeah, bottom has fallen out yeah the like the values on, on the resale value on a lot of black series has either tapered off or totally bottomed out, which is hilarious. <laughs> I think that's with that's with all uh, collectible stuff. Like Lego doesn't lose value, but the demand kind of it does dry up a little. Uh, so I noticed this in the last couple of months that like even people posting sets for sale and and what have you, it's just it's not as as lucrative as it was in 2020. Which is crazy, right? Because everybody, like a lot of people were unemployed. Yeah, but they were also extremely bored and yeah. not spending money. Yep. So I think there was a mix of that. And I think maybe a lot of that money dried up and people are like, uh, you know, maybe trying to get healthy or change their habits or who knows? Who knows really? But uh, one can hope. Yeah. I All I noticed was that it was drying up. It, it's literally, it's a buyer's market now. But I'm okay. I mean, I can keep a lot of empty Lego boxes. Uh, not empty Lego boxes, but a lot of 
sealed Lego boxes in my apartment and not feel like I'm like kicking over them or or knocking them over or anything. Like I, I literally walk by them like 12 times a day and not even I don't even see them anymore. Like they're uh, literally on the wall with all, all the all the tie fighters. So it's um it's not something that like uh you know I'm not I'm not pressed to sell. And in a way, when that market does bounce back, I'm probably gonna get 30% more from my 10 to 4. So I'm not I'm not even I'm not worried about that at all. Cool. Yeah. So on the people, you know, but one one guy sends sends me a message. It's brand new. He sends me a message on marketplace. And he's like, "Would you take two fifty? I'm like, "Yeah, I take I take a two hundred and fifty dollar deposit. Sure. What? <laughs> when are you gonna give me the rest? <laughs> like, well, who do you think? Well, like, am I? I'm not desperate. Like, I'm I'm not. I'll keep. You know what? If if I die and that thing is not sold, it's gonna get buried with me. So just you want it? You pay what I'm asking. That's it. Now, wasn't that a three hundred dollar piece when it came out? Uh, 270 plus tax, so 310 something. Yeah, I'm asking, uh, uh, I don't remember what I have it on right now. 360, I think. So Buddy was trying to get himself a discount. He was trying to get a discount off regular retail price. On a a retired set. What a douche. (laughs) I mean, take a swing, Buddy. But no, I look, I, 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 I don't, I, I can't say I've done that necessarily. But like, not that bad, right? Like, take into consideration the fact that it's new, in sealed box. You have a picture of the actual box. Uh, I have a seller rating. Um, you know, I mean, I I get it. I understand. You think you know? Maybe I'm drunk. Maybe I'll agree to it. But like, yeah, uh, I will if I if I'm in, if I'm inclined. I will laugh you out of the room. Like. Literally, literally. Well, it, it's it's sometimes you see people who post. Uh, you know, I, I scan a lot of comic book ads on on Facebook Marketplace, and a lot of times people would be like, "Don't lowball me," because I just like I won't reply or I'll block you. Or it's like, wow, it's it's like people are not brutal, but you know, people take their swing. And they're like, if if I'm asking a hundred bucks for something, people come in, I'll give you sixty. And hey, he blocked me. <laughs> yeah, that's fun. <laughs> a good button like yeah you can't buy from me anymore no you are you are the weakest link goodbye exactly <laughs> yeah but no, at, at the same time i'm like you know what take your shot if you want to try and square yourself a deal maybe somebody is a little bit hard up for the cash and they will they just want to move it go ahead shoot you know, call your shot see what happens but well i mean i've literally benefited from that like so i i get it like i you can't you can't hate it you know y- yeah it's 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 part of the game yeah exactly <laughs> So the only collecting news that there was this week was the the George Lucas 50th anniversary oh, Black Series figure. <laughs> I like how they they literally was it a Black Series or Vintage Collection? It was Black Series. Okay, so so the the card back that says George Lucas in Stormtrooper disguise that was like somebody rendered that right. That's not an official card back. I think it is. Well, it's the same card back that they used in the 2006 Saga Collection version. So I wow. think they're just taking that 06 version and just scaling it up to 6-inch. Well, now let me tell you, Kyle, that completely changes nothing because I'm still not getting it. <laughs> nope. <laughs> I am happy with uh, with my 06 version. And, you know, that, uh, it's, it's not a grail 
piece, but it is pretty. It's it's pretty sought after. It's and it's not exactly rare, but uh, it kind of flew under the radar. And I think it may have been a mail-in actually, fifteen years ago. And I my parents were in the U.S. at the time, living there, so I asked them to jump on it for me, and they did. And it's one of my favorite pieces. Like it's not one that I will give up. Cool. But this this black series one, like the likeness isn't great. No, it's it's just it's not good. No, it's like it's it looks like chubby chubby Lucas. And yeah, it's just it's, something about his face. And you know, it, I think that, you know if it's twenty twenty one, George Lucas now has white hair. It should have been yes. a white haired George Lucas. And, I mean, if if the chin was a little bigger, it could have looked like Leno with a beard. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and and also, I mean, not for nothing. And I know the 06 version is the same, but it's it's a stormtrooper body with a head sculpt. Yeah. Exactly. So the cost to Hasbro to produce this thing is minimized. But I wish they'd do something different. Like, there, there's a uh, a Stan Lee figure. I'm sure you've seen it out there at Toys R Us. It's incredible. <sighs> it, it's Stan Lee in like regular pants and our leather jacket and uh he's got he's got a cap shield in there with it it's it's got a stanley autograph across it there's a there's another accessory in there it looks like a briefcase i don't know what it is but it's got like a and a, a big silver stanley autograph across the front of the package it's a great piece and i wish they'd have done that with george lucas like make it like they should have done two actually they should have done yeah. a young like 70s era George Lucas with the big bushy beard and the big tuft of hair on top of his head. Uh, you know, he's got like a, a jacket with the big fur collar kind of thing. And they should have done like a a flannel wearing prequel era George. That's actually, yeah. They, they should have done that. and But of course that would have required new sculpts and, and tooling and the costs would have been probably more than what made it worth it to just recycle a Stormtrooper body. Question. Does it come with a helmet? I believe it does. Does the, the helmet actually fit over that bobblehead? Because I, the head looks way too big for the Stormtrooper armor. Like, how big would that helmet have to be? That's a good like question. Normally, like, like well, you know when a hockey player is not wearing his helmet? Or a football player is not wearing his helmet? How his head looks, like, super small? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, this one, his head is in proportion to the, the armor? So it's like, how big is that helmet? Like, is he Rick Moranis? Like, what's going on? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh, this one, I am, I'm staying far away from. And I, I didn't see a huge amount of excitement. Like, I would have thought people would be really excited, except for for me. But hmm. it seemed it was it was okay. Some people are down with it, but a lot of people are like, meh. Oh well, what are you gonna do? Exactly. Okay, into the actual news of this week, and there's a couple of things worth talking about. Um, so, yeah. yeah, in the last, I guess, week or two, uh, we, we've learned that Mando Season 3 is shooting imminently, or now. Uh, Kenobi has wrapped, and now Andor's Andor. Wrapped. Andor's wrapped. Yeah. And that yeah. we know that because uh, yeah. Rick Villanueva cosplayer Diego Luna spoke and said that... <laughs> <laughs> How's Rick? Has anybody talked to Rick? How's Rick doing? Rick's okay, I guess. I mean, he's, okay. He's, he's getting by. <laughs> the Dr. <Doctor> Evil. <laughs> and he's 
okay. <laughs> he's doing all right, I suppose. Uh, you know, he's he's being he's being, he's he was really grumpy last week in the group. I noticed he was grumpy. Rick, what's what's going on, Rick? Are you okay? Somebody check you, on Rick? Rick. Somebody please check on Rick. Anyway, his uh, his cosplayer out there, uh, Diego Luna. He spoke up recently and said that uh, we would see some familiar faces in the series. And that got everybody talking. And I, you know, I, I'm just wondering, like, what kind of bubble the people that are involved with the shooting think of us outside the bubble? Like, do they know what we know? Like, we, we, like, we know Saw Gerrera's in it. And we know Mon Moth is, is back. But you know, is that kind of who he's referring to, without the knowledge, without knowing that we already know that? Uh, <laughs> it's so tough to say, man. Because there's well, a part of impossible. me that's like, like he, like definitely knows, right? Oh, he knows all. So, he's an executive producer on this, so he he yeah. knows every bit of the show. Exactly. So so, even if it's just one character that we're not aware of, like. Because we're aware of of uh, 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 Gen- uh, Gen- Genevieve O'Reilly, is that yeah, um, yeah, and uh, and uh, Smitty Jimmy, and uh, I just said that backwards, Jimmy Smith. <laughs> I like Smitty Jimmy better. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we, we already uh, that that's been kind of confirmed, right? So uh, would he be talking about that? Like, is that like a cheap way? That, is that like Paul Bettany saying? Oh, I, I, get, I got to work with somebody that I've always wanted to work with, but when in reality it was just like teasing everybody because he literally got to play off himself. Yeah, two visions. I, I have no read on on that quote, and I, yeah, part of it's because I read it. It may have been easier if, if I had heard it. In but context, it, it's always different. Yeah, yeah, like it, I mean, we're all expecting you know Smitty Jimmy to show up and uh, <laughs> Ben Mendo, like. We're expecting those faces, and I, they, I think they've ben all been. Mendelben. <laughs> uh, is he in it? I don't know. I think Smitty Jimmy was confirmed. I, I no, may but be wrong not by Mendelssohn. Like, but we don't. We're not. We're not getting Krennic in here. I don't know. I. I. I'm pretty sure. Like I'm ninety percent sure that was never confirmed. But there. What hmm. I think there was a report, like a pretty. Well, substantial. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm talking to my rear end, but I, I'm trying to think. Like, if if he if Diego Luna is kind of tapped into fandom, and he knows what's been said, and he knows what we know, like who else could he? I wonder if like how much more fuel on the fire he's throwing. Like, who is who is he talking about that we don't already know about? And I got nothing. I don't know. Yeah. I really don't have much to add. Well, we know it's not Jin Urso. <laughs> right? So, but it could be like Saw Gerrera. It could be Galen Urso. It could be, uh, th- th- there could be so many other other characters. Maybe we get a, no, we can't get a Chirrut, I don't think. Or a, or a Baze Malbus. I doubt it. Uh, unless they go to Jeddah and and we see them like in the background, like doing their Jedi Temple stuff, that would be cool. Oh my God, I want to see that now. Jesus, what did I do? And it could also be like just you know familiar faces like from Saw Gerrera's group, 
Yes. And yeah, you know, yeah. two that tubes, yeah, yeah. like all those ty- types of guys. That's easy. Walk on it! Oh, oh please. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, that's impossible. <laughs> God. I just got the split screen of Luke. No, that can't be true. <sighs> <laughs> Why is so much hate for Boar Gullet? Because I like it's, him better it's... than Moochie. Oh man, do I like him? I hmm. I don't like Boar Gullet because it comes up into the movie and it's like he will know the truth and it's like he wraps up uh, Bodie Rook, reads mm. his mind, and you you see Bodie Rook and he's kind of like lost lost it a little bit. But then he just he he comes right back, and there's no like it just feels so useless. Like it just goes away. I'm the pilot. I like I like Bodie Rook. I like Bodie Rook. I yeah. like him a lot. I like yeah. I I like that he's like he kind of feels like he's compelled to do what he has to do, and he's he's like he's kind of a wilted flower a little bit. But then in the str- in the strong moments, he becomes strong. And I, I enjoy that about his character arc. Yeah, no, he's 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 a standout for sure in that movie. Yeah, for sure. His Lego his Lego piece is a little a little lacking though. Those little goggles make him look like a dweeb. <laughs> <laughs> he only came in one set though. That's a shame. Well, I, yeah. the, the, he's coming out in Black Series this year for the first time. That's the first time for Bully yeah. Rook in Black Series. Yeah, the oh, man, I might the have whole, to get that. The whole oh boy, you're, it's, it's a rabbit hole because the whole no, team, the whole like Rogue One team, is being reissued in, in Black Series, and they oh, all with look, the new boxes. Yeah, the col- the colored boxes. Yep. Nice. They look great. Well, I'll wait for Corey to buy them and then take pictures. <laughs> wait for him to get fed up and then sell it. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, no, no. There's some nice ones though, for sure. It's um, like I like what they did when they 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 reissued the the rebels characters. The, yes, those, that was some nice box stuff. So that's the for sure. It's a genius move to yeah. have all the 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 artwork sort of connect with each other to make a like a bit of a mural type thing. Yeah, yeah. If you have a gap, people it looks them. stupid. Yeah. It really looks bad if there's a gap. It's like, oh, I, I, I got to get that figure number nine. Who is it? Oh, it's a random trooper. Damn it. I don't need it, but <laughs> I got I to gotta fill that hole in, my, in the side. It's like, it's, like buying, it's like buying the individual DVDs of Rocky, but when you line them up, you still get that image of him with the American flag. But if you're missing Rocky 2 Rocky or Rocky 3 for some reason, it kind of screws up the whole, the, the, the whole DVD uh, setup. You got to get them all. You gotta get them all. They they kind of force you. They come, or you, or or you could go see a therapist and not worry about OCD like that. Like, well, in that case, it's it's time and money. Just buy them all. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) exactly. You save you save way more money. (laughs) So true. (laughs) In the moment, I think in the long run, if you kick that habit, you know, might be able to afford a cruise. I want to see an episode of Hoarders one day of a Star Wars collector. Oh my god! You know what? Literally, literally, when you were talking before about Corey's collection and him not knowing exactly how much he actually has, I was like, he should just rent like a uh, office space and like give like tours, two dollar tour, like two dollars for entrance. Walk in one way, get out the other door, and just look look at all the Star Wars stuff. 
I mean, what he really should do is like whenever there's like a mini toy con, he should call get a table and get yeah. himself a table. Yeah. And just say, you know, here come Black Series figures. A volonté. 25 pièces. 25 bucks each. Have at her, boys. How, and, how much is one of those tables? They're, they're they're not they're not cheap, man. Like they're not. It's yeah. You got you got to have a lot of stuff for it to be worth it. Oh yeah, yeah. But luckily, I, you know, I have a lot of Lego. We could do this together. This would be like a tumbling saber table, man. Oh, a hundred percent. We could. I could. Well, you know, at the, at the rate I'm getting stuff out the door, I don't know. Oh uh, yeah, you, you don't have much anymore. This we should have thought about this two years ago. Damn it. Correct. <laughs> Correct. Um, so anyway, ba- back here over with Andor. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Corey's not even here and he's de- derailed us twice. I know. <laughs> Rent free that son of a bitch. Oh. Sp- space is at a premium. Work? We've said that before. And it, the same thing goes within my head. And he's in there occupying the space. <laughs> Rent free. All right. So we... I don't even know who to throw out there. Tarkin is probably going to be in the show. Maybe that's a name that that he's talking about. Hmm. Otherwise, we'll that would see. be tough, man. But remember, Mando season two gave us essentially the cameo of the week thing, and Bad Batch did the same thing for like ten of its or twelve of its first episodes. Like every week, it's like, oh, this guy showed up, or Fennec Shan showed up, or Bo Katan, and here comes Ahsoka, and Every week it was somebody. Like, are you leery about the Andor show maybe doing that? Uh, not really, because it's a limited run. Um, how many episodes was it? Twelve? Did they say? Am I imagining that? Or no, that was it's bookable? more than usual. It's it's twelve or sixteen even. I think I remember twelve, but I mean, anyone can correct me if they if they'd like. Um, it is certainly more than this usual eight for Mando. Yeah, yeah. That absolutely. much I'm sure of. Absolutely. You know what? We're going to actually check right now. Just because we want to get things right here. Oh, yes. The Tumbling Saber show. We would never talk about something that isn't true. Ever. No, no. That 12 episode project there. <laughs> okay, I got it. It was in the deadline report for where this, this whole segment is coming from. So, yeah, 12 episodes. See, I did read it. And... Um, no, but 12 is great, man. That's, uh, we're talking what, like maybe 25 minute, 30 minute, 40 minute shows. It, they didn't, they didn't specify. I don't think they're doing the 22 minute thing. I think that would be silly. Oh, it, nothing is more deflating to me than to load up an episode of Mando and it's 24 minutes or 26 yeah. minutes. I'm like, ah, oh, really? You know what? Now, now that you say it, it's probably in that, it's probably in that range. Yeah. That sorry, I'm sorry. I probably I, in that. I need I, I need. <laughs> I need it, man. I need it real yeah. bad. <laughs> Scratching your arm. <laughs> <laughs> but I really I, I come on. You got to you got to cross 35 minutes. That's the minimum. Like you're recording an album. Yes, sir. Are you going to have double digit songs? Uh I will not, but that's only because there's only there's limited space on vinyl record, and right. um, I'm not 
throwing out like a, a Beatles pop out uh, album where you can have like 14, 15 songs or like two and a half minutes each. All little ditties. Yeah. <laughs> oh, mine, uh, I think out of the eight or nine songs that are going to appear on the album, I think like five or six are, are around the five minute mark. So, okay. yeah. So, so I, there, 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 there's, there's time there. So when I used to buy a lot of CDs, I would always look at, you know, look at the track listing before I bought it. And if there was less than 10, I'd be like, oh, come on, guys. Like, yeah. Yeah. But that was, you know what? Metallica made it cool, man. They used to have, they used to have eight songs on an album when they first started. It was like, but half of them were like eight minutes long. That's what I'm saying. So it's like, (laughs) it kind of, you get your money's worth. You get your money's worth. You don't have to like depend just on the track listing you want to look at the runtime uh so yeah if we're getting like 12 episodes and they're like 12 minutes each it's like okay you couldn't give me couldn't give me one hour like a show like exactly i understand what you're saying i understand what you're saying so yeah i i just yeah i want i want to get in there and, and especially this is going to be a spy thriller like i i don't see it as being so much as like the action type sh- i mean there will be action for sure but you need the time to build the suspense and build the story if it's a thriller. Well, I look at it this way. If when you look at the Mando, okay, like he's not a chatty Kathy, right? Yeah. So and and you're not even you're you're barely ever seeing his face too. So a lot of it is like the look, the look and and the action and the questing that's part of the show. And I could see how 24 minutes is is okay for something like that. Now Disney Disney Plus might be looking for, you know, things of that time slot because they've boiled down the algorithm to know when people lose interest in shows and at what point they they turn off shows. And that's probably the magic number for them and they sent those notes over to Lucasfilm and they're like, "Okay, so instead of doing like eight episodes like Fernando, we're going to do 12." Uh, but we're also going to keep the episode shorter. Stretch it out the a little only, longer. Uh, well, to, like stretch the season out a bit longer. Yeah, stretch the season out and keep those episodes the same length as, let's say, Mando, because that's what people are used to right now. Yeah, um, maybe. Maybe that's just the DNA of what's coming. Yeah, I, th- I think that I think that's what it is, because I've, I've also heard comedians talk about like Netflix Netflix specials and how people usually tune out after 28 minutes. And they, they want comedians to to lead with their best joke as opposed to close yes, with it. I heard that too. Yeah. So so they they have all the info, man. They know everybody's worried about Big Brother. It's like, yeah, when you go into uh, your Netflix, that does not look like anyone else's Netflix. It's literally curated for you. Oh yeah, absolutely. Because they know what you're watching. So um, I, I I don't doubt that they're building or developing series with these uh, these metrics in mind. That's a great I, point. Yeah. So uh, it, it sucks because obviously I want more. Like I'd love, I'd love to have like longer episodes, especially since uh, Diego Luna himself is himself a lot more of a chatty Cathy than, than the Mando is. And it's more of a like it's a spy thriller, so uh, you you want to get in and out of a place without making too much noise. Uh, but you need to talk about your plan, and you're literally conspiring with uh, other characters. 
and th- there needs to be dialogue there. So I'm I'm hoping that it's more dialogue rich as opposed to the bang and smash Mando stuff. Yeah, the show and, needs to be a little more cerebral. Absolutely, absolutely. And that that's why I think that like a shorter runtime maybe takes away from that because it it you kind of you can't really build that much suspense in a short short time. I mean, I think you can, but I mean that that takes it's going to take exceptional writing and you're going to need me to be invested in the characters other than Cassian Andor for for me to be like enthralled in what's happening on the screen uh, in the moment. Like mm-hmm. so that's going to come down to the writing, I think. Um, I, but the nature of the show is different than Mando. So you know what? Right now we're just speculating. We don't know what the run times are going to be. We will find out, obviously. I hope uh, we find exactly. out soon. We might find out a little more. Uh, November 12th is Disney Plus Day. There's going to be a nice. whole thing. So, Is that is that going to be the next show to be like uh, scheduled? Or is after, it Kenobi? Well, th- that, it might be the next thing after Book of Boba. Yeah, that's what that's what I mean. Yeah, after after Book of Boba Fett, it very well could be. Well, with, with yeah. that and Kenobi wrapping at virtually the same time, it's yeah, uh, it, it's hard. It's to tough. Say. The thing is that they announced the Andor show before they announced Kenobi. Yes, that Andor got announced a long time ago. Yeah, but one finished like Kenobi wrapped sooner. So unless they're 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 taking way more time with the pre production aspect of that show. Maybe they have to do more de aging. Maybe they have to do uh, more more of the stuff, uh, you know, that that post production stuff, and it's it's gonna take longer. Or they're just holding it because they want to drop it. Let's say on May the fourth. Yeah, maybe. Because that would be awesome. Oh, and and so. yeah, and appropriate. Yeah, but as absolutely. for yeah, as far as cameos, yeah, I I think at this point I'm just I'm it, it's what they do. I'm over it. it this is kind of just how they operate. See, I didn't even answer your question. Did you see that? You see how how I barely answered that question, and we went well, you, on this huge. Well, I kind of did, but like, <laughs> yeah, you did. No, you're fine with it. You're fine with the cameos. Oh yeah, 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 for sure. Especially like I said, it's a limited run, and Diego Luna. Him, see, this was the point I was getting to. Is that Diego Luna himself says that uh, there are, there are no spoilers. Like we know where this ends. Yep. So I kind of like that he said that which kind of tells me that there they are there are going to be surprises in the middle of this thing well, for sure there has to be because like yeah. to me on the surface my knee jerk to that is like well then why do we need this show yeah which is, but that's that's cover he's just that's that's what he's doing and so like, yeah and, and to think then wait hold on Kyle don't don't just kick this project before you've seen anything there has to be i mean they've got uh, you know, Tony Gilroy is is, is writing this thing. There's mm-hmm. there has to be a good point to the show, other than like another expository lore dump. Like, there's got to be a good point to it. So I'm looking forward to finding out. But yeah, like it's the cameo thing. It's just part of the DNA of of every movie and every show we've gotten so far. And at this point, like if it's still something that you're kind of fighting against. That's I think that's on the viewer <laughs> at this point. Like, accept it and adjust. You know, and you and I like we always say like, I want the new stuff. Give me new stuff. But then every time a cameo pops up, it's like, oh, cool. Like that was wicked. Like Bo Katan shows up. What? Like all these all these favorites. Yeah, but that up. wasn't that wasn't that wasn't just candy. 
Like that was there, there was story there. Yes. It wasn't just like, oh, here, say hi. It, it wasn't Mork coming in to, to talk to Fonzie. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So I, it actually played an important role, and it left it literally left us on a cliffhanger for that. Not literally, but it left us on a, click, a cliffhanger at the end of season two. Because now Din Djarin has the black saber or the dark saber. And like she, she, her whole quest was to get it. And he can't just hand it to her. So it's like she's literally becoming a, an important part of the story now. Yeah, yeah, and so so I don't mind if 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 you bring in a character, you bring in uh, you bring in Draven or you bring in uh, I don't know, man. It, it could be anybody, but if it actually makes sense and it's um, you know it, it actually pushes the story forward or into a, a direction that we weren't expecting, yeah, man, bring it on for sure. Bring it on. And talk my only issue bring him in. is that I know for a fact that there will be one cameo in this thing that's going. To make me angry. Because we did see R2 in the Mando. So who are we going to see in Andor? He's on Yavin. He's he's with... Yeah, yeah. He's, he's with Leia. 3PO is going to be in this show. For sure. And I'm going to get mad. Yep. I wonder. I wonder if he's going to be there. Are we? Are we truly in the post Anthony Daniels era? <laughs> I would hope. Oh man. Um. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. I, I as long as the familiar face, the cameo, like you said, becomes part of the story and yet doesn't overshadow the main character's arc. Bring it on. Let's have it. Like yeah, because like we're. Where cameos kind of get to me is like when they show up in a project that they don't need to be in. Like yeah. sort of like Yoda in the High, High Republic. And they haven't used him too much. Which is good. Which is great. It, yeah. But that's sort of the idea where it's like you use the character just because they could be there. But yeah, I... We'll see. Like, you know, like if Alden Ehrenreich walks by a shot in Andor, I'll be like, what are you doing? Oh, yeah, that would, that would, yeah, make me angry. Like, that that would be a thing where it's like, you don't have to do that. (laughs) You really don't. No. I I wonder if this show will lay any groundwork for Kenobi. Like, even though this show takes place place later. Yeah, Yeah. and like it's coming out before but takes place after on the timeline i i wonder if they will somehow find a way to tie it or just some way to remind people that there is a kenobi show coming if it does happen it's going to happen in conversation with bale and and uh, mon mothma i think kind of like what they did in rogue one where they don't name him they don't name obi-wan but like like she's like what about your friend the jedi so like Maybe in this show, he's gonna tell her about his friend, the Jedi type of thing. Like I, I would go, I would go so far as to say, like there could be a scene of a Smitty Jimmy where he's in his room, <laughs> and you see, uh, like a, a hologram, and the, like the conversation ends as as Cassian andor andor enters the room, mm. and like, oh wait, that was Kenobi. Yeah, but just- you know where you're getting that idea. You're literally getting that idea from like. 
the, the the last arc of the Clone Wars where we see that part of the movie from from Revenge of the Sith. Yeah. And then boom, there's Ahsoka, Ahsoka in the same like in, in that in that timeline where we don't see her in the movie, but now it's in the Clone Wars, and it's like that was awesome the way they did that. But like, do you want to keep going back to the same playbook? I wonder if they have like a little playbook. These are the things that work. Do yeah. you can do these things and get away with it every time? Yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> these people are easy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Except for those tumbling saber guys. Screw those guys. Yeah, they'll call you out. Yeah, they'll, they'll literally crap all over you. <laughs> and then come back and talk about your stuff a week later and promo you for five years. And then love it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's what we do, man. That's what we do. <laughs> all right. Uh, yeah, no, I don't know. I'm not sure, man. I'll, I'll be honest. Like, There are, there are uh, things about this that might make me a little, ugh, you know, like, ugh. Not that I'm I'm becoming more disillusioned with the the whole the Star Wars thing, but because uh, I'm not, I'm definitely not. But like, there are things about the way they write shows sometimes that's like, okay, you didn't need to do that. And um, but I mean, that's because I, I got I got to the point where I accept it now because it doesn't always have to be exactly curated for me, you know. Yeah, at the same time, the more they do that, like the more they go and like throw something familiar at you, and you eat it up, and it's like, oh, that was so good. Later on, it's 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 as long as again, as long as the the cameo is part of the story, yeah, it's it's okay. But like, like almost like the empty calorie thing, where it's like you love it up front, and then later you're like, oh, I I kind of like there was a cheap thrill, but nothing else after that. That that's I don't feel like we've gotten that much, but it could get to that point if they keep abusing that kind of thing, and it it, it makes me somewhat afraid that they're that that Lucasfilm is a little bit scared to to step outside all these lines mm-hmm. of the established and do something new, and yes, High Republic is showing that it works, but it works to a point like. Now do that on the big screen. Take the big screen and or take that swing, put it on a on a, on a Disney Plus. Put it on a in, a in a movie. And that to me is is that will be when I know that Lucasfilm is no longer afraid or like confident enough in their vision for the future that they don't have to keep hanging out in this this era and just keep fleshing out this era and feeding us the familiar stuff that we we love. But we've we've gotten forty three years of it. It's it's okay. We we've got enough details. Anyway, uh, sticking with this whole era. <laughs> uh, okay, yeah, go 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 ahead. Well, if the, if you had anything else on the Andor thing, we're gonna we're gonna you can have it, say it now because we're gonna move on to Boba Fett, your other favorite uh, guy. Yeah, oh, boy. <laughs> I uh, know it's not specific to Andor. It's just because uh, uh, just going back to the cameo thing, like in season in season two of Mando, we got uh, the Mithril was a cameo, like seeing Horatio Sands back, right? Um, uh, wh- what's your name? Uh, mullet, uh, mullet on Tatooine. Amy Sedaris. Amy, yeah, her. Um, Fennec Shand was a, another cameo. 
that turned into that's turning into like a prime character, right? Yeah, Bilber. Bilber's cameo. Uh, that, that actually, a, I uh, liked his I liked his episode whew. like even better than the first one. That episode was amazing. Um, we got Ahsoka. That wasn't a cameo for cameo's sake. It literally, it literally pushed the for the the story forward, and it pushed the story to Luke Skywalker, which wasn't a cameo just for cameo's sake. Yeah, and and Ahsoka, well, Ahsoka kind of plants the seed for her own show and the premise for it. Exactly, and then you have the Bo-Katan thing, which obviously that, that for me that's not a character. It's not a, a cameo because she's actually just a new character in the show like it's it's not like they're they're throwing us a bone here it's actually about the mandalorians so i have absolutely no issues with 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 any of those no nope, they all worked and they all worked yeah and there was still that argument to be made where uh there was a little bit of pressure put on season two to set up a bunch of the future of disney plus so it was really heavy on the cameos just to so that they could lay the groundwork for stuff to come, like Thrawn, and like Rangers of the New Republic, which maybe is off the table now. But that kind of stuff was was possibly uh, put on John Favreau's back to say we need you to kind of seed the future here. Anyway, yeah, okay, moving along, moving along yeah, into Boba Fett. So we got some info this week of. Um, a new date and a new poster and a synopsis and all that good stuff. And the date for the release of this show is Wednesday, December 29th. I, I can't say I'm terribly happy with the Wednesday drop date, but we've we've known for a while that Wednesday was going to be our new thing. Um, so I, I'm going to look at it like it's a bit of a extra Christmas gift. So I'll, I'll take it. But the thing is, the debut episode will release on the same day as Hawkeye's finale. Unless unless they double up the Hawkeye finale on like the week before, which I doubt they'll do. It's just, you know, there's going to be two shopping days left before Christmas. So it's, it's going to be interesting wait, wait. to see what happens. When, when is the two shopping days before Christmas? December 22nd. So, so that's when the Hawkeye finale is? No, I, I unless they, if they if they don't want uh, Boba Fett. Okay, I understand what you're saying. You, like a double fi- a double finale type of thing. Yeah, like if they if Hawkeye ends the 29th, which is the same day that Boba Fett starts, and for you and me, that's fine. Like we'll 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 we'll, we'll vacuum up both. But a lot of most people in the cushy middle who you know come and go. What are they going to watch? Because every time one of these shows comes out, it's like, oh, new record set for largest opening on Disney Plus or biggest opening on a streaming service. I don't know that's that's going to happen this time. Because a lot of people are going to tune in on, on that Wednesday and want to finish up Hawkeye. There's no guarantee that then they, they will then go to Boba Fett. I think the people who are going to watch Boba Fett are going to watch it regardless of what's up, what else is on. And uh, the the people invested in Hawkeye are going to watch Hawkeye whenever they get a chance to watch it. Uh, I don't know if Hawkeye is necessarily a first day watch, whereas we know for a fact that Book of Boba Fett 
if you don't watch that thing in the first five minutes, you're going to get spoiled somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Right? So it's, I think it's a little different. And I, I don't... There, There's huge overlap with Marvel and Star Wars. But... And, and a lot of people are going to be off that week too, right? So that's it. That's that. That was my next point. Was that it's right in the smack in the middle between Christmas and New Year's. Uh, I'm working, but uh, you know, most people, you know, have have a couple of days off here and there. Um, yeah, it's uh, I I don't have an issue. I would have preferred it earlier on, just because you know, greedy. But like. Uh, I'll, I'll take what they give me when they give it. And uh, do we know what uh, how many episodes that thing is? Boba Fett? Yeah. Not yet. Um, I would assume eight. I would assume that they're going to keep the Mando eight episode thing. It's well, yeah. And like Corey and I, a couple weeks ago, we talked about uh, some episode potential episode titles, which may have been a bunk story. I don't know. But it's, it seems like these shows kind of belong together and in that way it's going to be eight episodes i would agree with that yeah if it's a bit less it's a bit less but i think it's going to be in that six to eight neighborhood for sure and i would put a lot of money on eight yeah yeah. exactly but that's gonna be a good day i mean december 29th is i for us it's going to be you know we both love marvel we both love star wars we're going to be watch i'm watching both for sure day one of course and I think anybody listening to this is going, what are you talking about? There's no problem here. I'm going to watch both day one. Yeah, but most people aren't listening to this or any other podcast about geek stuff. So most people will probably have a choice to make. So we'll see. I, I, I'm curious to see what happens. Far smarter people than me have thought about this already. So interesting stuff. But uh, what did you think of the poster? I thought it was cool. Yeah. Uh, look, uh, yeah, it was, it was, it was decent. And I mean, the synopsis of the show is like, yeah, Boba Fett and Fennec Shan go back to the dusty sands of Tatooine to, like, what, what was it to, uh, to stake his claim on, on, on what Jabba left behind. Yeah, I'll read this. This I'll read the synopsis. Go, go uh, ahead, go ahead. The I, book I think of... I almost nailed it. You got the gist of it. Yeah. Uh, The Book of Boba Fett, a thrilling Star Wars adventure, finds legendary bounty hunter Boba Fett and mercenary Fennec Shand navigating the galaxy's underworld when they return to the sands of Tatooine to stake their claim on the territory once ruled by Jabba the Hutt and his crime syndicate. Okay. Uh, Pretty good. I got it. That's the gist. Yeah. Um, But I almost get the sense that the series, at least to start, will... You know, I, I think we get that flashback where Boba Fett gets out of the Sarlacc pit. But I think part of the show, first episode or two, might take place right after Boba Fett finds Fennec Shand half dead from that ding dong. Yeah. Toro. Yeah. It's Rick's favorite guy. Oh, yeah. Every, it's everybody's favorite guy. <laughs> he, he's, he's such a, oh, God. What, what's his name in real life? Uh, last name is Cannavale. I have no idea. But he's he's that he's Bobby Cannavale's son. So every time I see Bobby, I get mad because I think of his son. Wait, Bobby Cannavale from from uh, Sopranos? I think that am I am I thinking of the wrong right guy? Let me see. I don't know. 
Am I, am I, yes. am I, am I Googling this? Correct. Yeah. Bobby Cannavale is the guy I'm thinking of. Every time I see him, I get mad because I th- I end up thinking of his son. <laughs> I played... get mad. <laughs> Makes you angry to think of Toro Calican. <laughs> yes. Jake. Jake Cannavale. Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> so funny, man. <laughs> A turd burger. <laughs> I love it. So, yeah, I, th- I think the early part of the show will be Boba Fett finding Fennec Shand. And then fixing her up with her robo guts. And then the two of them setting off in search of, of Mando. So part of the episode will be like gap filler in that way. And then we'll pick up with him taking over at, at uh, Jabba's palace. Mm-hmm. Although yeah, it would be weird if, if they're like, okay, here's the post credit scene. And now we're taking off from after that. Like, I think it has to lead up to there. I think. Uh, you know, take an episode or two to kind of get to that that yeah, scene where I, he, I think, he kills Fat Fortuna. And I think that that might serve as a, like a source of frustration for some people, where it's it like the first one, two, three, four episodes are like almost like backstory kind of thing, where it's like mm-hmm. ah, we're trapped in this part of the timeline that we've already kind of crossed. Let's go forward. But uh, well, regardless of what they do, somebody's going to complain about it. So, oh, of course. But there is a there is also a, a point because Boba Fett leaves in the season finale, right? He drops off the group at uh, Moff Gideon's cruiser and then he bolts. He takes off into light speed. But Fennec Shand is part of that strike team. Yet she's with him again. At the in, in that post credit scene. Yeah. So they he either comes back to pick her up or she goes to him. Or is it possible that the post-credit scene for Mando season two is actually a flashback a little bit before? Ah, uh, never considered that. That would seem weird, considering the way it played out. Yeah, it's possible. It's possible the first thing he does, is like you know, he grabs, uh, scrapes Fennec Shand up off the ground, goes fixes her up, and then they go take over Jabba's palace, and then go. Out to the uh, the rescue mission, or to track Ma- sorry, yeah, to track Mando down on uh, what's that jet, that planet with the temple, wherever. The- I thought, yes, correct. Yeah, possible for once. For once, I get a reference. There you go. Things are looking <laughs> up. <laughs> uh, by the way, it's not Fennec Shand anymore; it's Robo Shand. Just saying. <laughs> No, it would be interesting for sure. I just, I, I mean, I keep thinking about that post credit scene and just like how she sits there and just takes a swig. It's like, you guys were like, you guys were like heroes saving, saving our Lord and Savior, the baby Muppet. And like. It did, it seemed I, out of character, right? Yeah, it, 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 it did seem out of character. Like the more I think about it, it's like, hmm. Like the, yeah, yeah, the Boba Fett that showed up and didn't immediately go after Mando's throat, and he's just like that armor belonged to my dad. Like he was, he was reasonable. Like he was, yeah. If you messed with him, he would destroy you. But he was also fully willing to just talk it out first and explain himself. 
And so, not only that, when he finally does get it back, and then he he shows them proof with the the chain code. Yeah, like he didn't he didn't have to do that. Like there was no once you have the armor, it's like you already got it back. Like you don't have to prove yourself, and he he still felt like he had to, which to me tells me that like he's trying to gain the confidence of this person. Now is is it to be shady, or is it just because? you want to be honest and forthright and well and then he we see boba fett's with the group for like the rest of the season like he they go to uh, for that episode with with, you know the bill burr episode he's with them he doesn't pull any stunts he's and and the whole time i'm waiting for boba fett to backstab everybody and he never does like he seemed to be operating with some sort of code is that the episode where he says uh they would they're gonna recognize me yeah (laughs) <laughs> yeah that was awesome they'll that know my awesome. face yeah don't know my face yeah, yeah and like he seems to I, I won't go so far as to say he like found a moral compass but he seemed to be operating with like a code and then he goes no, he back, definitely has a code and then he goes back to Jabba's palace and just smokes fat fortuna and like you know he sits in the chair and, and Fennec Shan starts swigging the spotchka and it's like Wait a sec. Yeah, like you said, Carlos, those, you guys were just like being really helpful and good like 10 minutes ago. The the thing is is that I can accept it like right off the bat. Like I ca- I can accept it just because Fat Fortuna was asking for it. He's just by jerk. not putting down that donut. He's just, just, a- just because he was a fatso, <laughs> I had slime ball. Just because he was that type of person, I'm like, yeah, I don't feel bad. I just want to know, like, and he probably tried to double cross Boba Fett. He probably tried to steal his ship. He probably, like, who knows what he, what, what, what Fat Fortuna tried. Well, even in the, in the comic book, uh, War of the Bounty Hunters, he gave him a, a bit of a hard time. So there's there's bad blood there. There you go. So you know, eh. but still, it's it's the Fennec Shand sitting down, half you know, like taking that swig is like, okay, well, what, what's this? What's this gangster thing happening here? And what organs like, do you have to digest that? <laughs> Explain. I'm drinking, Star Wars. Don't do that when I'm drinking. <laughs> like, and what, there there was a rumor out there. That the show was, you know, it, it was Boba Fett exacting revenge on people who did him wrong. I don't get that from the synopsis at all. Like, I just, it just sounds to me that he's just trying to be top dog. Yeah. And I think, like, remember, he, he was always the one being hired, right? Yep. And so if if there's a power vacuum there and the guy who, who's in charge is not hiring you anymore... Or try to steal your ship, or try to sell you out somehow. Then it would make sense that for your own preservation, sometimes you have to do the bad move. Like Michael Corleone had to kill the heads of the five families at the end of the first Godfather because they were coming after him. So, yeah, well, did he, he have? Sometimes to? you no. got to flex. Yeah, but but I'm just saying, like the 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 the, char- the character felt like he had to do that. So. Yeah, I, I, maybe that—that's what it is. There's no justification there. I just—it's—it was the body language of Fennec Shan to me that was like, 
okay, she's not presenting the same character as as we just saw. Yeah, I, I felt that disconnect as well. Okay, cool. Good. I'm not alone. Nope, definitely not. I, I thought that it was a, a bit of a strange turn. Unless, you know, there's there's a clear dividing line for these people. Like, those people screwed us and we're, we're going to mess them up. Those people are cool. And there's no beef there. But, uh, I don't know. We'll see. And, you know, as far as, the, like, the, the revenge story aspect of it, like, I don't even know who he would be going to get revenge on. That's correct. Yeah. Like, what does that even mean? Jabba's dead. Uh, Mace Windu's dead. Like he already did that thing in in Clone Wars where he really wanted revenge on the, on Mace Windu and the Jedi. That's way in the past. We know that Chewie and Han are, are safe. Chewie, Han and Lando are safe. So he's not going after them. Yep. You know, they kind of knocked him into the pit in the first place, correct? So that's the like the one thing. But there's no way. Like they, that these guys, yeah, Han Solo knocked me into the into the Sarlacc pit. I have to get revenge on him. There's not going to be Han Solo in this in this show. I would be shocked. I would yeah, be absolutely I, I, shocked. I mean, I, you were we talked about it earlier. You said uh, all the Naren Reich and in in uh, Andor, Andor. Um, but like, what if we see him? Oh no, it's the timeline's not right. I was gonna say if we saw him in Kenobi, like walking through Mos Eisley, but it it happens before the solo movie, I think. Hmm. I think Unless Kenobi and Solo happen around the same time. Hmm. So it would be cool, right? Like, imagine, like, he's he's wandering through Moss Eisley and, and you just see Alden Ehrenreich and Chewbacca walk in the background. Like, they're going to meet Jabba for that first that first gig. I don't know. Yeah, I, I would I would sooner accept Ehrenreich and Boba Fett. Oh, Jehovah. I don't think you have to worry about 3PO being in Boba Fett. Oh, my God. I hope not. <laughs> unless he blows I, him up I, <laughs> I was gonna say unless salacious crumb is is gonna eat the rest of his eyes but we know he, we know he comes through okay salacious crumb or 3po 3po yeah i think yeah. salacious got blown up on the barge funny story <laughs> i hate that stupid rat i love the fact that we see them at, at uh getting cooked at the beginning of mando like yeah, one of them's getting cooked and the other one's watching yeah, yeah. Oh God, that was cold. <laughs> I loved it. <laughs> you know, the way, one thing that would impress me is if there's any connectivity whatsoever between this show and the the crossover comic book event. Because so far, those like the those two divisions, like the comics, seem to be way off the table, and the books, like they the any of the tie-in novels, don't seem to connect to the movies that they're promoting or the shows so i would i would be shocked and impressed if war of the bounty hunters in any way shakes hands with the book of boba fett and go oh yeah okay this makes sense because you know these bounty hunters screwed over boba fett in this in that comic book series he wants payback in the show that i would get you know, or to see 
Boba Fett go after like Bosk or Zuckus or Dengar, like those classic bounty hunters to yeah. watch him face off against those guys. That'd be cool. Yeah, for sure. That would be cool. We'll see. I man. Think it's, 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 it's a pretty much open timeline. So uh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm all for it. Like there's li- like literally 30 years of nothingness. So uh, other than like a little bit of like, you know, the idea of Luke's, Luke's uh, te- Jedi Temple and or Jedi Academy, whatever you want to call it, and um, you know the, the the New Republic being built and the rise of the First Order. Like we don't know exactly what happened. Like so much can happen in that timeline. So you know what? Yeah, I bet I think, you they uh, do. Uh oh. Like at some point, I bet you they touch on like Boba Fett going after Solo. I bet you it comes up in the show. And they're like, hey, don't you want to go back after Han Solo? And he's going to go, nah, like, I got paid for that. I, I, I have no I have no problem with Han Solo. It was just a job. And that's why we like, there's never any rematch between the two. Because he just doesn't care. I bet you they go there. I, I, I'm, I'm curious about the look that Boba Fett gives Lando. You know, in, in Return of the Jedi. Like, like, does he know what's going on there? Oh, God, that that makes you wonder. Because Lando and Boba Fett have, like, run into each other in this... I keep going back to the crossover event. They have been face-to-face talking. And I wonder if in a subsequent issue here, Lando says, listen, you take... You, we're, you can get paid. I don't care. We're... Take, we're we're going to break into Jabba's palace and take him back. And Boba Fett goes like, I don't care. As long as I go, I get paid. I, I don't care what you do after. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe he, maybe he, you know, threw a few ducats his way. Maybe Lando was on the bar. Uh, Boba Fett was on the barge to make sure that none of those guys actually got killed. Maybe. You know, maybe he, he just, he ropes, he ropes Luke to make sure that he doesn't get his arm cut off. I don't know. So there's, there's, a, there's a ton of there's a ton of questions that that can be answered here that probably shouldn't because let's get out of this whole thing. But <laughs> <laughs> you know? all right, with that, uh, all right, let's get out of that news. That, that was a long <laughs> news segment for just two things. That was pretty fun. Yeah, it's a lot of speculation. It's all fun and games. Uh, we still, I still didn't watch all the visions. I didn't watch the uh, <laughs> frightening whatever it's called, terrifying uh, tales. Terrifying tales. Uh, you know, it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Give me this show. Give me that show. <laughs> I can't even watch. Uh. All right. So let's get back to the thing that we always like to do. <laughs> the would you rathers of it all. Melt our brains. Let's melt some brains. So sometimes we solicit them and sometimes people come through. Uh, I, I know, Carlos, you've got a couple of them, but let's get to Nathan's because he was good enough to send one in and we've just been kicking it down the road every week. So yeah. <clears throat> I've had this one to sit on because I've had to read these, these show notes forever, but this is new to you. So Nathan writes, hey, babes, here's another tumbling saber. Would you rather trademark to add to Carlos's pile? So would you rather sleep inside a dead Tauntaun on Hoth for three nights hmm. 
and the caveat here, let's pretend Tauntauns stay warm for, for three nights on Hoth. Okay. Or, oh, this, this is made for you, Carlos. Eat one of Jabba's live snack frogs out of Bib Fortuna's hand. May the warts be with you. That from Nathan, who we'll, we'll get back on the pod soon when we do a deep dive into books. But Nathan, thank you, man. This is this might uh, this might be the thing that kills Carlos. I, I got sick a little. Like I, I <laughs> my stomach is hurting right now just thinking about this. Imagine, imagine uh, Big Fortuna feeding you, and you're literally eating out of his clawed hand. That's that's where you lose me because I would have ate that frog. Hey, I, I'm a fan of sushi. A live like, frog. I don't care. Like that, those things are big and bulbous. <sighs> You ever see that episode of uh, oh, Bear Grylls? What's what's the name of his show? Man vs. Wild? Is that it? Oh, I don't remember. It's been such a long time. But he's yeah, he's walking and he's he's hungry and he sticks his little hunting or his little carving knife under a branch and pries up and there's this huge grub. And it, it's, it's like this thing is bigger than your thumb. And he takes it off the branch and he's like, this thing is full of energy and protein. Protein. Yeah. Crazy protein. And he bites into it and it and just guts shoot all over the camera lens. No. Oh, oh that was done on purpose. That was done on purpose. Like you, you don't bite into it. You put it in your mouth, man. Just put it in your mouth. One chew, swallow. Don't let that thing drip on your face. What kind of an animal are you? Oh, that, that was a big juicy grub. And this thing is Oof. even bigger. Yeah. To eat that thing but, live. Oof. You know what? I would consider it more if it was not coming from that fatso's hand. <laughs> so I would do the tauntaun. I would do the tauntaun for three days. Because you you look, if if you're in survival mode and you're in a blizzard, wet weather it I think it's it's not important whether the, the, the tauntaun retains its body heat. The fact that you're inside the carcass itself, uh, one, you're in a blizzard, so the thing's not decaying. So the smell wouldn't be that bad, first of all. Second of all, what being in the carcass does is literally shields you from the wind. Yeah, the wind will just eat you up. The wind will kill you. So if you have, let's say you got a little uh, a little canteen and you can drink, you could survive three days in there. It would not. I'd come, I'd come out looking felt. I need three days of no food. Let's do it. <laughs> uh, I'll do the tauntaun, man. I'll do the tauntaun. Three days on Hoth in a blizzard. I would. Uh, I think that's a lot more appealing. I know Han made a big... <laughs> I was just going to say made a big stink about how they smell. <laughs> um, but... Uh, <laughs> um, I thought they smelled bad on the outside. But uh, no, uh, I would definitely take the Tauntaun thing. That's yeah. how I lean. And it, you know, if you f- if we allow ourselves to fall down this particular rabbit hole, where my head goes is like, okay, it's it ends up being pretty easy. I'll I'll stay three nights in that gut and ju- and just cool out. But it's it, you got to think that the smell of a of a dead Tauntaun would attract at least another wampa or two hmm good question and if uh, if a wampa shows up like i don't want any part of that that doesn't end well for me 
My issue with the Wampas is that we only know of two on that planet. One doesn't have an arm, and the other one's in the base. So, and that's in a cutscene, so it might not even be canon. So, how many Wampas are on that planet for considering how much food is actually on that planet? Know what I mean? I think I think the Wampa is more like an Obi Wan wa wandering the desert as opposed to a pack of, let's say, Ewoks. I guess it depends how much stock we want to put into the from a certain point of view book because the, one of the opening stories is a, about a, a a mother Wampa, and there, there there are there are several Wampas hanging around. Well, the question doesn't talk about wampas, yeah. and I'm in there for three days, so <laughs> I know I'm not getting eaten the first night. Yeah, you'd be be pretty bored though after you know three days hanging out there. Yeah, there's bored, and then, but I'd rather be bored than get twilight herpes on my mouth. Like I don't want that guy touching me, man. Dirty, Dewanawanga. No, oh, God, get lost. Ugh. Ch choke on one of your tentacles, fatso. Ugh. Not a fan of not a fan of Bib Fortuna. <laughs> Nobody noticed. <laughs> oh man. So who's like three PO or Bib Fortuna? Who's who's uh, who's worse? Dude, I'm 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 leaning towards Bib Fortuna, man. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh man, I despise that guy. He's such yeah. a lackey. Like he's three the PO is like that one friend lackey. that you want to smack. Three PO is the, the is a friend that you're like, oh my god. Three PO is like Corey. Like you you <laughs> accept him, you accept him for all his flaws and how annoying he could be. Uh, because every now and then, like you know, he'll sit in a chair and make everybody think that he's a god. But like. <laughs> But what does Bib Fortuna add besides cholesterol? Nothing. He adds nothing. <laughs> I hate that character. At least, Bo at least, at least, Jabba the Hutt like was a, was a badass. Whether yeah, he's gross, he's absolutely disgusting. Um, like even even Jabba doesn't like Bib Fortuna. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> like nobody likes this guy you weak-minded fool oh man yeah that's so good yeah no i'm not uh definitely not a fan of Bib Fortuna. <laughs> like if, if i could have a game boy it's such an ah, easy choice like game <laughs> any type of gaming system i i you know that 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 uh tauntaun belly sleepover looks really good yeah for sure for sure yeah if, if you like you you want to make you want to make the choice of eating the frogs sexier like at least have the dancing twilight like handed over right like then it makes the okay so i'm i'm not eating it off like okay i have to eat that i have to eat the live frog but at least it's this broad handing it over to me <laughs> You know, I could pretend, I could pretend I'm Nero or, and like a, pretend it's grapes or some shit. But like, <laughs> so I'm sorry, the spray kicked in. But uh... 
Yeah, no, definitely a super easy choice, man. Come on, you got to bring the heat, Nathan. Bring the fire, man. <laughs> Challenge accepted. Oh boy, here we it, go. It's still it's still a gross choice either way, but like it was it was just too easy considering how much I hate that that guy. I, I guess the the big upside of eating the the amphibian here is that once you're done, you're free to go. Well, I assume you're free to go after three days in the Tauntaun as well, aren't you? That's three days. <laughs> That's... That's okay. Imagine the Stanley Cup finals are happening. Your team's in it and you got to wait three days. Dude, three days, man. I'll, I'll trade those three days versus the last year of my last relationship. Like, like those three days are a piece of cake, man. That's a long time. <laughs> three days is a long time? To sit in a Tauntaun's belly <laughs> doing nothing? It's it. it uh, I think you might. Well, I, I don't think it's long enough to go crazy. No, definitely not. You, you get into survival mode, man. Can I, I ha- can I bring can I bring my iPod? Yeah, well, and that's like, <laughs> do I have a book or my iPod or my Game Boy? Can I do I do I get to set a little fire? Do like what or do, am I just literally sitting there like like David Putty staring at the back of a seat in an airplane for three days? I just and you gotta hollow you gotta hollow that thing out like because you you still do need oxygen right like it's not like you could just go in there and then you're zipped up like you're not gonna you're not gonna breathe so you gotta hollow the thing out you know maybe puncture a couple of holes through the through the Tom Tom's rib cage gotta you know make it a little cozy put a picture up or two <laughs> <laughs> yeah light a candle whatever you know. Flashlight in a comic book, like a kid reading under the covers. Sounds great. That's awesome, right? Or listening to the Expos on a transistor radio. <sighs> so that your parents don't hear. Love it. I miss Come on, it. you could do that. You could do that for three days, buddy. Come on. Oh, wait, no, I'm, I'm, I'm still going with the Tauntaun. It feels like a camping okay. trip. I like camping. Yeah, like, didn't you, didn't you go camping when it was like pouring rain? What was it, that, Corey? Uh, that was Corey. That was Corey. That was Corey. Yeah, that was Corey. Yeah, like that—that's that can be fun, you know, soaking wet. You know, you, on, you, for you a take, weekend, uh, you take the ta- the Tauntaun's kidney, which I assume is a pretty good size. You use that for a pillow. Oh, dude, the, the kidney is probably full of protein. That's, and if the Tauntaun died because of of a hypothermia, you know, it wasn't disease or anything. So I think you're free to eat what you want. The meat's got to be pretty tough. But it'll keep you alive. A kidney? No, kidney. No, 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 no. I don't think so. I don't think so. Do you eat the liver, you got, though? You got tons of snow outdoors. Uh, you can actually bring it inside the tauntaun, melt it, and wash off the kidney, wash off the blood. <laughs> it's starting to sound like a three and a half condo here. It is. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Oh, you got everything you need, man. Running water. <laughs> well, well, not, well, you got tons of water. You just got to bring it inside and melt it. It's all good, man. Fair yeah, enough. yeah, you could survive that. That tauntaun all day, baby. It's, this was it's, easy. It's, finally, it's sounding better and better. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. <laughs> well, you know, choice. and maybe there's the, there's a bias because you know the the Canadians in us. We look at it. We look at a lot of snow and just go. It's a joke. That is a joke. And you're, it's like you were already in a jacket, so it's not like you're gonna freeze, right? Like as long as you're out of the wind. You're in good shape, man. 
and you don't have to eat that dirty frog from that dirty major domo of of Jabba's. There you, there you go. All right. Well, there you have it. Winners all around. Winners all around, and that is going to do it for this week's podcast. Man, nice. Look at look at what we did with like two news pieces. <laughs> Would you rather? <laughs> And no collecting. <clears throat> not yeah, not much. Not much at all. Um, but that yeah, that is gonna do it for this week. Uh if you want to catch up with us, you can find us in the Tumbling Saber Facebook group, which we invite you to come and join and hang out in. Uh and if you want to be a bigger part of the podcast, send us your would you rathers or whatever else you got on your mind. You can send your emails to tumblingsaber at gmail.com and we will get it into a future episode of the pod. Um, so that's it guys thank you everybody for listening Carlos between episodes where do people reach out if they want to uh, talk to you you can reach out to me uh, send me a message uh, in my DMs no uh, no. you you can find me uh, on Twitter and Instagram at ccandidomusic uh, or uh, go check out my Facebook page uh, I'm asking everybody go check out my Indiegogo man uh, pre-orders uh, for the album are uh, they're going well uh, we're selling. Uh, we're already up to. Uh, I'm, I'm making a, a big batch of t-shirts, uh, baseball tees. You want to check out uh, what they look like? You can go uh, check out my uh, my Facebook page, and I, I posted those pictures there. Um, yeah, grab a bundle, man. Uh, help me out. Uh, just uh, getting uh, these uh, these funds through so that I can uh, produce all the, the the fun stuff that I'm doing, and uh, I'd really really appreciate that. Yeah, go check it out. I'm looking forward to, to seeing what uh, what we all get in uh, early 2022. Yep. All right, guys. Uh, I can be found in that Tumbling Saber Facebook group and also on Twitter at Tumbling Saber. So be, feel free to reach out and uh, we can talk. We'll talk about all the nerd stuff. Uh, but that's going to do it for this week. Thank you again for listening. Continue to stay safe, everybody. And until the next episode, which may or may not be next week, gobble, gobble, stay safe. And may the force be with you. Sitting here for hours, looking at that child. Pages getting wider like a mirror to myself. Struggle for the answers, questions frighten me. Circles getting wider, it's harder just to see. Shivers, you shall ride through my spine.